1: Lock Talk Radio. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to The Focus. This is your host, DJ Act One, and I'm coming to you live from my studio. And I want to welcome you to this morning's show, and I want to thank you for tuning in. Because I'm going to be talking about a sensitive subject, something that people often freak out about, and they're like, Oh, no, we can't talk about that, or we can't do that, or we can't get near that, or... Um, you know, that kind of thing. It's like, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Oh, those people got near me. But actually, a real Christian wouldn't say that, now would they? But what I'm going to talk about is a little biblical proof of how Jesus, got. well, at the time, it was actually God at the time. But technically, they're all three in one, but it was actually God at the time used people, they use those people that aren't necessarily a Christian at the moment. And so we're going to start out, though, with a song. This is Be Shock and You Are the Best here on The Focus. And that was B-Shock, you are the best. And that was here on the Focus, and you can check that out, actually, on his website, b shoc b com, and his music is on there. It is awesome. You can hear it all. I think some of you can even download for free, so you may want well to check that out. On this morning's show, though, it is the 21st of March, and i am speaking this morning on particularly i'm talking about a prostitute this morning yeah there's prostitutes in the bible this is coming from the bible by the way she is a a prostitute that um basically um god used and he used it in a great way because there's this whole thing where there were some people, like Joshua, was doing some fighting, and he had to do. He had to be uh, have some spies. They all they went in to spy before they were to attack a place, and they went to do this. And Rahab turns out to be the hero of the story because if it wasn't for her and what she did and the way she handled herself and the way she took on this responsibility, she actually hid these people. Like, man, it was like, whoa. You know, like there's like this whole thing with uh, like hanging a – like a scarf type thing out a window showing where they're going to be, and she takes them because they end up burning up a whole bunch of uh stuff. There's like this whole big place that gets burned up. And they they I think they may protect may have protected a few things, but I'm going to actually look at this. This is uh Joshua 625 and we're going to kind of read what happened after that. And we're going to start off though with 25 just to give you the main gist of the whole story here. And this is the story uh, that was written in Joshua, so it's probably most likely coming from his point of view. Nobody else gave him this, but it says – I'm going to read a couple of different translations because they're about the same. But we're going to get with the most confusing one, which is probably not even that confusing anymore. So here we go. King James. I've learned, and you should probably you know take a, take a little bit of time to study the King James Version because – A lot of times, when you read the other versions, Bible verses are not there or words are left out or changed to mean something different. But it says, and Joshua saved Rahab, the herald, alive in her father's household and all that she had. And she dwelleth in Israel even unto this day because she hid the messengers which Joshua sent to spy on Jericho. So they were going to go after Jericho, and Joshua sent out these spies. They're like, dude, all right, he's like, he brought in his spies. And he was like, oh, well, you all, I need you to go spy. And he sends them out, like, go spy on Jericho. He said, like, go spy on Jericho. Go out there, speak, you know, I want you to go. Take intel. Go see what you can find out, and come back. Um, and so after he goes out, he sends them out. He's like, "Okay, go out, come back, and tell me what you see." You know, I'm paraphrasing because this is not actually in the Bible. I'm just kind of coming up with something here. And he's like, "Okay, so you know, they came out." But what happened was, in order for these people To succeed in what they're doing, uh, you need, you know, whatever's going to happen, going to happen. So he sends them out and they go out, but along the way, you know, there came a chance that something could actually happen. And Rahab ended up, you know, um, being used because I believe she went and they're like okay you know we may need your help or whatever and they told her to hang like a cloth from the window she hung this cloth from the window showing uh the spies where to go and so we're going to I'm going to look at Joshua 625 from the New International version it says but Joshua spared Rahab and the prostitutes with her family and all who belonged to her because she hid the men Joshua had sent as spies to Jericho and she lives among the Israelites to this day So Joshua protected her. Um, Joshua protected her. He watched out for her because she protected his men. And that's like God can use anybody to protect. Like he just used Rahab to protect his people. It was kind of like a straight up thing. He was just like boom. And um, he just did it. And so, like he didn't. And, and get this though, if you if you understood that correctly, he didn't just protect her, like her and her relatives, her and her family. Uh, the King James version says her and her father's household. The New International Version says uh, Rahab the prostitute with her family and all who belong to her. So, like everybody she's related to. That means her whole family. I mean, think about it. Like, how, like, would you trust your life today to a prostitute? Would you, uh, would you, would you really put your hands into the hands of a prostitute or a drunk or somebody who's been known to commit adultery or somebody who's told a white lie or somebody? Um, somebody that really just kind of, you know, um, um, somebody you wouldn't see in the church, basically. Would you do that? Would you trust your, you know, like you may never see these people step foot in a church, but, you know, Joshua trusted this person. And it's like anybody can be used for anything, um. Uh, just because at the time somebody's not saved, or just because at the time they may not be doing exactly what you think they should be doing, you know they may in you know in the long run end up being like your greatest ally, Joshua used a prostitute and if you look at a lot of people a lot of different people from the Bible, Saul, who was formerly known as Paul. Always get that confused. I think you know the Paul and Saul thing. I always get it confused, but I believe Paul, who was, um, uh, Paul, it was like, you know, he was he was chopping off Christians' heads. He was killing Christians, and then after he killed many many Christians. Throughout the course of his life before he ended up, you know, the road to Damascus and um, all that kind of stuff. Before he ended up becoming, you know, before he ended up seeing the light and getting saved. And there were tax collectors that are Christians. Like, you can think, even now, like, there's probably... Christians walk in the streets today that were guilty of murder that were guilty of um being druggies or drunks or whatever, but you know Jesus in this case, which I'm just speaking about this case for Joshua, you know he used a prostitute, so you can use anybody you want, like God, not you, but God could i mean you could too, like it doesn't have to be. Um, It doesn't have to be anything, you know, it doesn't have to be a specific person or it doesn't have to be, like, the head of a church. It doesn't have to be the head of a group. It doesn't have to be somebody running your church or your pastor. Like, anybody can be used, like, to save somebody for biblical things. Anybody can get saved. Sometimes I've seen somebody's actions speak to somebody else about, you know, I'm sure it's happened where somebody somebody just speaks on something and then all of a sudden it kind of just grows or just kind of jumps out at you that, you know, certain things. Like it's all like people's actions can do things and you don't even realize it. Like I've seen people that are sitting there reading the Bible while they're getting drunk. It's not, you know, God speaks to people in different ways. Sometimes things take... Uh it takes different um different measures to get things really going and and sometimes you know it could be saving some spies. It could be anything and everyone uses this as a good example uh we're gonna look now though at um, we're gonna look now at joshua twenty four because I want you to know more about the context here, so the whole context of this is. It's like when they were doing the walls of Jericho. They actually burned down. It says, they burned down the city with fire and all that was in it. Only the silver and gold and articles of bronze and iron they put into the treasury of the house of the Lord. However, Rahab the herald and her father's household and all that she had Joshua spared. So when they burned down Jericho, when Jericho was burned down, Her and her family were spared. And you know, I do want to point out, cell phones and tablets, are, notifications are very annoying. They're already drive me nuts. But they were spared. And sometimes the destruction is good because then it gets your mind back on what you were talking about and thinking better. So that's you know that's another story. But it says that Joshua did not burn her down with the town. Her and her family... And everyone that she's related to was spared. Not just that, oh, maybe they took her away so that she wouldn't, but like one action, just that single action of her helping made the world to save her family. And her family must have been protected even to today, to this day, it says. And it and it goes on to say, Joshua spread... And she lived in the midst of Israel to this day. And for she hid the messengers whom Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. Then Joshua made him take, the, take an oath at that time, saying, cursed, cursed before the Lord is the man who rises up and builds this city Jericho. With the loss of his firstborn, he shall lay its foundation. And the loss of his youngest son, he shall set up its gates yeah that's some some heavy, heavy stuff there, and yeah that's pretty heavy, right? Just think about it now, I don't know if you know him saying cursed cursed before the Lord is the man who right- you know I don't know really I don't know if that's a serious thing that would really if people are really gonna be cursed if they try to rebuild the city. But they took an oath, all those people there. So were they cursed? I don't know. Now we're going to look real quick at Hebrews 11.31. It's a a cross-reference for these verses. It says, By faith the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient. So she was protected. You know, she was she was spared. Her family was spared, and they were totally, truly. You know, they were very, um, very, very, very. Like they knew what they had to do, and they knew what it was going to take, and they used somebody who would be the least likely person to have ever been suspected to be used. It's like. When you go to church and you got all these people at your church, and there's always those people that sit in the back, they don't look like they should be at church. they're covered in tattoos. you know you don't expect those kinds of people to be used in your church or to be used by God, but really, it's the outcasts and the mitfits outcasts and the misfits, and the people that the people that society has said. We don't want you, or your trouble or whatever, but those are the people that you would that that God uses most. Just take a look at your Bible, do a search on Google for people God has used, and you'll see that there's just like Moses couldn't really was a terrible public speaker. God used him more than a lot of people in the Bible. Like, people have faults. People have down, downsides. And there are things to people that you would think, oh, this is really bad. No way this person could ever do anything good. But then you see that they do something, and that leads to them getting saved and, and following Christ and following Jesus and following God and following the Scripture. And that's that's the kind of point I want to make is, Dude, if God can use a prostitute, you know, who in your life, who in your family, who in your, your church, who in your your community could God use? Because you may think, oh, that person's a druggie, that person's bad, I don't want to be near them. But Jesus walked with sinners. He didn't go to the churches and stay in the churches all day. He walked among the people, and he walk, and he didn't walk among... He took time for his disciples, and he took time for normal people, but he was able to use these people to speak to these people that were not necessarily who you'd suspect that he'd be with or expect. So think about that, and I'm going to bring you another song. This is Broken Wings by B-Shock here on The Focus. Yeah. You might be in a place in your life where God gave you wings, but you don't feel like you can fly anymore. Your wings are beaten, broke down by the world. But God wants you to fly. You gave me wings, and you gave me life, and you gave me dreams, but it seems that I've fallen way down, these sinful chains got me way to the ground, tangled in the world, need to be unwound, when I get up, I fall back down, I feel so far away,
0: that if I pray right now, God, I'm so afraid, you wouldn't hear me now, even if I scream, I've fallen so deep,
1: Is it really for me? After all that I've done, it's just so hard to believe. Lord, take me as I am, take me in the right direction, cause right now I despise my reflection. Right now I despise me, oh Lord, I'm begging you now to be my shock with broken wings. And on this morning's show, here at almost 9.30 in the morning on three twenty 2016 we're talking about just because someone may not be a Christian doesn't mean you can count them out as somebody that can be used for good, for God's work. If a prostitute can save a couple of spies who were sent, I I believe, on on a mission from God to burn down Jericho, I don't know the whole story. It always escapes me even though I go over it. Um, I'm per- I'm particularly, you know, talking about the, ra- the part where the prostitute Rahab uh, saves the spies. So, like, she does something good instead of, like, turning them in or whatever. And in turn, she gets her whole entire family saved. Her and her whole entire family to this day are saved. And if that's the case... Pretty much anybody can be used. It says in Joshua two six. but she had taken them up to the roof and hidden them under the stalks of flax she had laid out on the roof. So they were hidden in plain sight, and nobody knew they were there, and they ended up burning down the city. People seemed to war and fight a lot more. I mean we still do today, but my point is anybody can be used. Um, anybody. It doesn't matter. Anything, anybody, anytime. So, it doesn't matter. Like, um, it could be anybody, anything, anywhere. You know, it could be anybody, anytime that can be used for good. Like, I've seen, like I said a minute ago, I've seen people just bring their Bible as they get drunk. Like, I heard that Um, Brian Head Welch from Corn, like, was doing drugs and stuff, you know, like, before he was, like, going to church or whatever, something like that. He was, you know, he was totally zazzed out on drugs, and then he went and, like, the next day went to church and something like that. You know, like, the story's out there. But my whole point is it doesn't matter who it is or what the circumstance is. circumstances are weird because as as humans we want to say oh that person is into bad stuff so they can't be they're no good they're trash they're useless because they're not living right well guess what no christian is living right either you cannot be living 100% like jesus and until we make perfection and go to heaven god's going to be using us god says you know i i you know he calls us to go out and baptize people And we're just as much sinners, and if we can go baptize people in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, he can use somebody that's maybe not necessarily 100% saved yet. Like I think it really just takes more faith to – you know, a little more faith for us to believe that, but it's there. I mean it's all over the Bible. Just read your Bible if you have to go to Google and search for God using people because – you'll see that a lot of the people were sinners that he used and then they later became followers of him
0: it it's very
1: awesome to me to know sometimes that hey just because somebody at this time may not believe how hey, you know they're not going to do something that's going to lead them to believe you know god may say go do this for somebody and you're like why and then they do something help somebody do something and it leads them to christ you never know just very, you got to be careful because you never know the circumstance, and you never know what's going to happen. Anybody is available to be used for Christ. Remember that, and as always, no matter what you do, remember to keep your focus on Christ, and He will never steer you wrong.